Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast, powered by Anchor. The opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast in general. Also, portions of the live stream may be edited for podcast release. We appreciate your understanding. the greatest city in the world broadcasting to fans of anime and the Japanese culture from all around the world. It is the one and the only Extreme Anime Radio podcast. It is Wednesday, September the 23rd, 2020. A little bit of a special sentimental show, but we'll get into that in just a little bit. Of course, joining me as he does every podcast north of the border, Mr. Neff Canuck. Hello, sir. Good evening, and how go things uh, in the greatest city of the world? Oh, boy, I'm getting ready for the big computer swap. Ah, yes, the whole, we're moving everything into the new home. Basically. Um, So, just a bit of a primer before we continue here. Um, Hopefully, uh, this will be the last show that we do related to Extreme Anime Radio from this old desktop computer that I built, uh, I want to say... 2012, 2013, whenever I took the station over. Does that sound about right? Yeah, that sounds about right. So uh, it has been a privilege to run this computer to bring you this podcast. And of course, for many, many years, the latest, greatest, and finest in the type of music that we love. Anime, J-pop, J-rock, video game music titles. Until the bills went up. Womp womp. Mm. (laughs) Oopsie. So, uh, yes, uh, all good things must come to an end, at least for this laptop, laptop, for this desktop. Look at me mungling my words there. Somebody has laptops on the brain. Yeah. Or, no, I just have you on the laptop, basically. (laughs) 
Well, that does it too, yeah. Yep. But uh, I have some ideas uh, that I've touched on a little bit the last time we were on the air with how we are going to hopefully proceed with this podcast. But uh, my new gaming computer, it is uh, awesome, and uh, I love all the colors. The motherboard swap was successful. I touched on that last time. Um, And uh, I've gone to playing some wonderful games, including uh, Flight Simulator, which is still buggy, and an oldie but a goodie, which I believe... uh, came out in like 2013 or something like that. And remember that the Extreme Anime Radio podcast is available on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. You can listen to all of our shows there that we started since the beginning of this year. Uh, You can see how we worked through and how we realized that COVID was slowly becoming a thing. Uh, And uh, all the other fun topics that we touch on in previous shows you can go to anchor or to spotify or your favorite podcasting platform just search for the extreme anime radio podcast if you go to animeradio.net, that will link to our anchor page from which you will find a link to the link tree if that makes it any easier for you guys okay so new computer um hopefully in the next few days neff i move it in here I will relocate the current computer over to the kitchen, and then we're going to do all sorts of tests and whatnot to make sure that we can continue doing um, the podcast like we're doing now before we take the next steps. Indeed. We want to make sure everything is stable and secure, mm. and then we move forward. Right. and we Not like Microsoft, who basically you know pushes it out there and says, you're the beta tester. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Windows sometimes. we You have to install this system or else the one you're using is going to expire. Huh? Yeah, which actually reminds us all, folks, that uh, next month the latest version of Windows, you know, is coming out and you'll be forced to it eventually. <laughs> uh, all, all I can say is in that case, back up your data, cross your fingers, and pray because you might need all of it. Yes. Before I touch a little bit more about this, Neff, um, I want to um, go back to what we spoke about last week about uh, the new iOS system and how you said that, you know, uh, it's time for people to download and become the beta testers. And you had suggested on the show that uh, uh, the recommendation that you not upgrade to iOS 14 for at least uh, two or three weeks, right? So tell everybody what you did. Well, unfortunately, one of the less discussed but actually critical for my use features of iOS 14 was an upgrade to Apple CarPlay. Apple CarPlay is a software that interfaces with your car on usually a touchscreen so that you can do things without having to, you know, fool around with your phone or you can even interact with your voice through the Siri uh, system. Because I use the, the CarPlay very extensively while I'm in the car, I said, okay, dang it, I have no choice. And then, you know, self-censoring there, I have to at least give this a shot. Okay. With, without make, with all making the proper precautions. Mm. And so far, aside from a few hiccups, it seems relatively stable. Okay. Now, the whole widgets thing that, that apparently is this big new shiny toy to play with that apparently Android users have had for years. Mm-hmm. 
I play with it for about five minutes and I'm like, why? It's just as easy to go to the app I want, open the thing, and there you go. Mm. Versus, you know, scroll to the widget screen, find out which widget you want, and then hit the widget, which then opens the program anyway. Okay, so so if I were to download it, you think it would be a little easier? Well, I think it would be somewhat easier. I mean, it really depends on how, how invested in the widget idea you are, as opposed okay. to, you know just having the programs there and bang, bang, bang as you need and whether or not your vehicle is able to access Apple CarPlay. Right. I'm not sure it can. It has a Bluetooth connection, but I don't think it has Apple CarPlay. Mm, so it might be just might, might be oh, just no. before. Oh, wait a minute. No, I take that back because I can use Siri. I can hold down the, um, I can hold down the button on my um, steering Siri wheel will. and access Siri. So it's got to have it, I think. Yeah, so my guess is it's a matter of activating the CarPlay on an icon on your screen, whatever. Okay. Then your screen will change. Right. And you'll be and you'll be taking the CarPlay. Now, one of the other things that the CarPlay upgrade did, which I found very helpful, before the upgrade, you only had two choices of screen backgrounds: blazing white or black as night. Mm. Blazing white is very disturbing when you're trying to drive and you're seeing this blazing white thing you know off to your off to your right right so they've allowed you to use background wallpapers but being apple of course they will only let you use their exactly which you know is a little bit of annoying but as opposed to blazing white i have this nice soothing blue and green and red and not you know okay my peripheral vision so overall you're happy as I said, there are a couple of glitches. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that. Uh, Siri seems to be a lot more sensitive. Uh-huh. So if you happen to say the magic words within you know, earshot of your phone or the car and you push the button, uh-huh. or in my case, the watch, <laughs> because they upgraded the, the operating system for the watch to mm-hmm. uh, OS 7, uh-huh. uh, Siri will try to be helpful. Okay. No, not always. <laughs> Shut up. Not helpful, or lack thereof. Reminds me sometimes of Clippy. <laughs> you remember Clippy, JR? Oh, man. When I would open up the Microsoft Office software, I'd be greeted uh, by the 3D version of uh, Clippy. I-, I think I've seen him in a couple of iterations. Yeah, and he was just about, and Siri is just about at that level of annoying if you're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> um. As I was saying, uh, going back to talking about the um, the new PC, uh, I've uh, tinkered with Flight Simulator. They mm-hmm. released a patch, and uh, now I'm having some issues flying some planes because what the patch did is bork one of the more popular planes in Flight Simulator, the Airbus A320. So, okay, define bork for us, please. Sure. So. The way that you're supposed to start up a real uh, plane, uh, really uh, um, airliner, first you have to turn on uh, what's called the auxiliary power unit, which mm-hmm. is a tiny turbine that normally sits in the back of the plane. The bleed air that comes from that turbine will help fire up the main engines. Okay. So basically what you do is when you're ready... Uh, to start up your engines, you first uh, you turn on the APUs, you let it spool up, 
And then mm-hmm. when the APU is running, your plane can run off of the APU battery-wise and avionics-wise and such. Then you can disconnect the external power. And then you can turn on the engines. And the sequence usually goes, you start up the right engine, let it stabilize. Yep. You start up the left engine, you let it stabilize. Once both engines are stabilized, you no longer need the APU. You can s- shut it off. Mm-hmm. So you follow those instructions to the letter in Flight Simulator, APU on, right engine on, left engine on. They both turn on, you turn off the APU. And then what happens? The left engine goes, <laughs> So they expect you to run the APU during the entire flight? Is that, is that what they're saying? The workaround until they can fix it is either you leave the APU running the entire flight, which could consume more fuel, or uh, instead of starting the simulator in what they call cold and dark state, you start in an active state where you're actually on the runway ready to take off and the bug won't happen. So I think I'm going to stick uh, for now to the uh, general aviation aircraft, uh, which fly low and slow or maybe high and a little fast, depending on what you choose. But those mm-hmm. seem to be a lot more stable than the airliners. I, did I say? Uh, did I tell you about the um, the seven forty seven on the last uh, podcast uh, activating the autopilot and oscillating up and down like a parabolic yeah. arc? Yeah, you're, you're lucky the Boeing Max isn't in that isn't in that game. I got news <laughs> for you because we know what would happen then. Oh man, that's that's a whole different can of worms. I'm afraid. Yeah, really. No, but when you were talking about certain sequence of events, that reminds me, with my new wheels, um, Ford has this brilliant idea of different drive modes you can select. Uh But here's where they fail in their implementation. When you select a drive mode, okay, you go through normal, sport, economy, whatever, Uh and you run it, but Mm. then you shut the car down. What Uh. do you think happens? You go all the way back to default, which is normal again, and you can't set it at any other mode to start. You have to do it manually each freaking time. Oh, no. And because it's a button, you're sitting there going doink, 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 doink. doink. (laughs) And the only reason I'm fooling with it now is I want to actually see if in economy mode I can actually get better gas mileage than I'm getting within the car in normal mode. Mm Mm-hmm. In economy mode, the car wants to use regenerative braking a lot more. So when you step off the throttle, it'll immediately start slowing the car down to try and charge the battery up because mm-hmm. I drive a hybrid now. Right. So we'll see now if that makes any real appreciable difference. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I find it's a little an- annoying to have to hit the button every time. But it's like, aside from putting either a, a sticky note on the steering wheel or a sticky note on my forehead... I'm just going to have to remember the muscle memory of doink, doink, and away I go. <laughs> Liz says, I wish I had a hamster minus coal steam powered. If you're looking for a hamster, you're probably looking. Uh, all I can think of now is that stupid car commercial with the stupid hamsters. And oh, God, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guy, uh, the insurance commercial. No, 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 no. This is the Kia. The Kia Soul, that's what it is. Okay. With with uh, 3D hamsters doing decidedly human things. 
up to including wearing leather jackets, having a pompadour, getting in the thing, and driving off into the sunset. <laughs> oh, nice. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how a hamster with a leather jacket and a pompadour is supposed to sell you a car. But <laughs> I'm not an ad exec, so what do I know? Is that one of the commercials they aired during the big game? I believe so, yes. Yeah. Now it comes back to mind a little bit. Yeah, they they kept with that campaign up a little a little longer up here because mm-hmm. apparently we like cute and fuzzy things to, right. to sell our cars to. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, going back to the PC uh, after I uh, crashed the Airbus, uh, <laughs> there's a uh, I go back and go into my Steam library. I have hoarded like over a hundred and thirty Steam games, waiting for this moment to uh, you know try some of the fancier games out. Not to mention, I still haven't redeemed my code for um, uh, Rainbow Six Siege yet. So, mm. so it sounds like you have some something to do in your free time. Exactly. Um, but uh, the game that I've gravitated to most recently is a game that I thought it was like 2013, but I was wrong. Try 2008, and then it was remastered. Uh, Valkyria <laughs> Chronicles, which was originally released for PlayStation 3. And it is sort of like a hybrid third-person shooter um, strategy turn-based RPG game. Well, that seems like an odd combination, but I guess it works. Right. It's getting a remaster. Right. So um, the, uh, the basic uh, explanation I can throw in here is that um, it's an alternate Europe in the 1930s and then you have uh, the good guys and the bad guys and the bad guys are trying to invade the good countries to get to their supply of um, ragnite which is supposed to be a very powerful and very precious mineral kind of like the spice in the dune uh, series basically mm-hmm. okay so there's this big fight over the ragnite and war breaks out and then you're in charge of uh, a command unit led by um, a young lieutenant whose father served in the previous war as a a tank uh, commander so you're leading him and this unit and a band of characters through all these different uh, battles and skirmishes and whatnot and uh, the way it works is that when you enter the battle mode, you had um, two modes. You have a command mode, so you can deploy what units you want where. And then you select uh, a character to go. And uh, then you go into like the third-person mode where you can run and then uh, try to shoot at uh, your enemies and whatnot. So I've been trying to play this game several times over the years. Again, this came out in 2008, so you can figure out in your head how long I've been trying to finish the game. (laughs) Um, It was reworked with high-definition graphics and came out... uh, Let's see. uh, The Windows version came out in 2014. Uh, The PS4 remastered version came out in 2016. And the Switch version came out in 2018. So, um, yes, uh, it's still... um, and it's actually developed into a franchise because I believe there are a few other Valkyria Chronicles games. I don't know if it's the same story or a completely different story altogether. 
But uh, maybe it's something that I look into once I finally finish uh, the one I'm on right now. Hmm, sounds like it's a sounds like a plan. I mean, I'll be honest. This, this is one of those games where it'd be like that. Sounds like way too much time for me to be uh-huh. sitting there and just you know, I I, I can watch anime for hours. That, that's not the thing. <laughs> it's like okay, after about an hour, either my hands hurt or my hand in this case, or my back hurts or my eyes hurt, and it's like okay, nope, got to put it aside. <laughs> And um, so once uh, I move this new computer in here, as I mentioned, we'll test things out. Um, And then we'll see where things go with regards to the podcast. Now, um, one of the things that might be driving the future direction of the podcast is a little note that we got from our streaming provider by email earlier this week saying that uh, in two months... The provider of the live stream that we use, the owner, I should say, of the live stream that we use right now for our live broadcasts, which is based in Seattle, they've decided to close it. So in a couple of months, if we don't uh, have any long-term solution by then, we'll probably be going into streaming on another server, which means changing our live listen links on radio.net, etc. So um, we're looking into some options. Um, we're definitely looking into uh, maybe going to an audio podcast on Twitch, uh, which uh, is a possibility, possibly also YouTube, but it seems like Twitch might be the better solution. Um, and then uh, taking steps from there, uh, possibly doing the podcast the same way that we are right now, just going through Twitch. Uh, Another option then, of course, is to secure another streaming server for the live broadcasts and continue uh, what we're doing. But it seems like Twitch is a viable option, something that's widely available to a lot of people. And uh, they don't have to see our faces yet. Notice he said yet, folks. In my case, be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> hey, and uh, and Halloween is coming soon, so if we get things set up in time, maybe uh, we'll have uh, uh, the Count uh, join us uh, for the inaugural show. Who knows? Oh, dear, yes. I, I, I realize it's that time of year, although we're getting some nasty, I wouldn't say nasty, but we're getting some notes about Halloween this year. It's going to be slightly different, folks, and there's no way around it, sadly. Yes, just like how what I'm going to do for Christmas, I think I'm going to decorate inside my house for Halloween instead of outside of my house. Yeah, and it's like, I, I don't think we'll be doing what we did in years past, which is, uh, in my building, they would set up a, tra- a treat table at the, uh, in the lobby, and they'd hand out candy there, and the residents would donate. I somehow don't think that's going to happen this year unless things drastically change. Right. uh, They've already, I think the CDC down here in the U.S. has already published their official recommendation against trick-or-treating this year. Yeah, yeah, I happened to see that on social media and I went, oh boy, when the CDC is putting the kibosh on Halloween, you know it's bad. Right. (laughs) But uh, I think it'll be nice just to stay indoors for the most part and just decorate all over and, you know, I got the... uh, I've got the little scent sprays that I could spray around the house and make it all nice and fall or Christmassy or something like that. 
Oh, God, that's right. It's pumpkin spice season again. Uh. I'm not a fan. Yeah, okay, thank you, because that whole <laughs> pumpkin spice thing, I'm sorry. I'm going to rant for about a 30 seconds here about yeah, pumpkin spice. Go ahead, go idea. ahead, and then I'm going to answer a question from Caldeth. Okay, pumpkin spice was a cute idea initially, but now you're pumpkin spicing everything. <laughs> I mean, it's getting the, no, it's getting to the point where it's pumpkin spice. Shaving cream, I, I'm not saying it's happening, but I'm sure somewhere someone's thought of pumpkin spice toilet paper. It's just too much of a, of a thing, folks. It's like you don't have to dial it up to 11 and break off the knob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, answering Colette's question uh, in the chat room, is there any no- are there any known companies you know of that can take the podcast? It's not so much as who can take the podcast. Um, we already have Anchor distributing the podcast after we do the live stream. The question is with the live stream, and all we're basically going to have to do is either change the server to a new address at another server location and slash or um, migrate the podcast to a place like Twitch. So the podcast, uh, as far as taking the podcast, the, the, the question more is, where can the podcast migrate? I think there's a better way to put it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Twitch would be a brand new field for us. So if we did it, we did it. We'd have to be going baby steps, I think, initially, right. because you know, it's as I said, it's a whole new world. Yes, quoting the Aladdin song. But I, then it, I was going to say, I know, what I, I know what I was doing. I was going to say, does JR know what I'm doing? Thank you very much. It took me like two and a half seconds, though. Um, There'd be some people who wouldn't have any clue what I just did, JR. You, you, you caught on real fast. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> but uh, I have some help in the uh, Twitch department uh, with some uh, people I'm in contact with including uh, Chu, who's actually in the chat room now, and also some of my Animal Crossing buddies who gather on Twitch as well. So I'm kind of following their lead, and they're offering some advice and recommendations on how to best um, migrate everything over to Twitch. So again, as Neff said, these are baby steps. First things first, I want to move the new PC over here. And then make sure everything works on the PC. Then I junk the old PC. And then we go on to the next uh, steps after that. Yes, when you say junk the old PC, remember that you told me off air what one of your, I think was you said one of your colleagues had, had asked about the old PC and how they wanted to dispose of it. Oh, now, yes. Let, yeah. Now let's just say that that would be a good piece of video, but... It's not the most environmentally friendly way to dispose of a, of a used PC. Somebody suggested uh, that someone, uh, you know, pick up my PC, take it out to the desert, and have at it with a shotgun. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's one of those things where it's like, wait a minute, this is a cute sounding idea, until you realize you're basically, you know, creating debris in the desert. <laughs> Sort of like the Arizona Coyotes. (laughs) (laughs) In which case, I would have to do the honors. Remember the sad train song? It's my computer. I'll take care of it. (laughs) Great. Now I have this mental image of JR in the appropriate headgear 
with a double-barreled shotgun in his hands, <laughs> pointing at the now ex-station PC, and a tear drops down his face as yeah. he pulls the trigger. <laughs> Thank you, Yoshida 1A, for your faithful service. <laughs> you are now old. Anyway, um, I have another thought about uh, something else I could pick up, uh, but we're going to take a quick break because we're already at the halfway point. 30 minutes pass by that quickly, huh? Yep, well, it's, it's 30 minutes when you're having fun. Exactly. So 30 minutes down and 30 minutes-ish to go right after this commercial here on the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. He's Neff and I'm JR. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday evening. We'd like to remind everybody that uh, because of the aforementioned computer installations and whatnot, uh, there will be no Extreme Anime Radio Podcast next week. We will hopefully return with our new setup, or at least the computer that is, uh, in two weeks' time. So that would put us... uh, October 7th, I believe, would be the ballpark estimate for the next show. That sounds about right. Okay. Speaking of ballpark, baseball playoffs will be on. Turn us on instead. Yes, please. Thank you very much. Or you could be like me and just watch Ace of Diamond whenever you can. That's better right now than real baseball. (laughs) Oh. And somewhere, the commissioner of baseball, Mr. Rob Manfred, just got a chill. (laughs) Well, I don't know if he's listening. Anyway. Um, would also like to thank Flax J in the chat room. He is the latest subscriber on Anchor to listener support, which is one way that you can help support the Extreme Anime Radio podcast on a monthly basis. Um, there is uh, no monthly minimum, and you can cancel any time. Um, you just go to anchor.fm forward slash anime radio if you'd like to help contribute to our uh, operating expenses. Um, and again, once you sign up, uh, you can cancel at any time by clicking on the cancellation link in the email or by contacting Anchor. Uh, but yes, uh, we do appreciate your support. Uh, we still need uh, um, some financial help to take um, to help with some expenses like um, the streams, um, the um, the software that Neff uses to remote into the station, if he hosts, that came up for renewal. Um, the broadcasting software probably has to come up for renewal. It's probably actually overdue for renewal at this point. <laughs> well, I can tell you, as I said, mine was renewed. Yours is probably close. You're right. I think mine is close already. I haven't gotten any update prompts, so I might have I'm elapsed already. But um, Oops. Um, we have several ways you can contribute. You can do a monthly contribution, which is done through Anchor, or you can do a one-time contribution through PayPal. If you want to donate through PayPal, go to our link tree, linktr.ee forward slash anime radio, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you'll see, um, our link there to donate through PayPal with a one-time contribution. Uh, there are also links there to our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. 
and uh, possibly soon Twitch, depending on how, how things go. But again, one thing at a time. So um, I think the next thing, um, after I move everything in and test everything out, um, I think the next thing I might buy, um, and I know we've spoken about this before, I kind of resisted. But now how things have turned, I may try to invest in a nicer, comfier chair for when I'm sitting and playing games. I can tell you from experience, a comfortable chair is a godsend because an uncomfortable chair sends you straight to hell. Yes. (laughs) And I think I can budget for that chair now, Neff, and I can tell you why. New PlayStation, sold out. New Xbox, sold out. So I have no other money to spend on. I'll throw it on a chair. (laughs) I'm glad you brought up the PlayStation 5 because I'm looking at this thing and I'm going, okay, I see the pricing in in the U.S. Then I see the pricing in Canada. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, it's like, okay, dudes, I know there's a a currency difference. I know to expect a premium to buy one in Canada, but yikes. (laughs) Oh, Liz is asking in the uh, chat, uh, are you still doing sponsorships? Yes, we can still do sponsorships. Um, Although, you know, the... The schedule going back to normal is still a little bit up in the air until we can get this new PC installed. But we'll definitely, we can do sponsorships. We'd be open to that. So if you're interested, uh, you can email us, extremeanimeradio at gmail.com. Or Liz, you could just message me and uh, we'll work something out. <laughs> um, that sounds good. So um, let's see. Uh, Neff, let's talk about anime a little bit. You are talking to me off air about... Uh, uh, a new anime movie that dropped? Yeah, well, it's not a new movie per se. It is a dub of a movie that came out last December. Uh, this would be the Loop on the Third, Loop on the Third, the First, which was a 3D computer graphics animated uh, take on Loop on the Third. Now, the first official English trailers have dropped. They're using what I consider mostly the official current cast. Uh huh. And one of the scenes is one of those money scenes in Lupin the Third. Imagine, if you will, Lupin is falling from the sky. He's yelling, catch me. Mm-hmm. The gang is driving along the signature Fiat 500. Mm-hmm. And they literally drive around him as he makes impact in the desert. <laughs> like Wiley Coyote. <laughs> and all I could think of is, with friends like that, you don't need enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody mentioned Wiley Coyote in the chat earlier. It was like perfect timing. Yeah, and I believe it said December, and I think it's physical media only right now is what I what I read from the, the trailer I saw. They may do a streaming at some point. I don't know. Well, that's a bit surprising, going to physical copy first, uh, where, you know, everybody's kind of moving away from that. My new PC doesn't have a disk drive. Yeah, and that's going to be a weird thing because – there are still things where you want an actual, uh, you know, physical copy, if only because at some point the particular show or anime, etc., may go off the streaming services, never to be seen again. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Funimation had a large chunk of the Aniplex library go off at one point, and now it's slowly being added back in. Okay. 
And actually, Funimation is picking up a fair chunk of Viz's catalog. Interesting. Including uh, Inuyasha, which is actually very timely. Why is and that? why is that? Uh, Yashahime is coming next month. It's basically a future sequel to Inuyasha. Wow. Now, when I say future sequel, we see Inuyasha's... Uh, presumably Kagome's child, right. and Sashomaru's children. The funny part is, at least in the trailers we see so far, no sign of Inuyasha, no sign of Kagome, no sign of Sashomaru. However, one of the characters from the original series does show up. Kaede. Ah. Now, everybody on the internet is asking, how is Kaede showing up there? Because in the original series, she had to be everybody was guessing, in her 60s. Right. So get to your 80s in feudal Japan? <laughs> That's kind of pushing your luck. Unless you really, really thin out the timeline so that not too much time has really passed. <laughs> well, considering that the children involved look to be at least, I would say, 15, 16, I'm not sure that, that, that thinning out the timeline is going to work. <laughs> that's pretty interesting another one of those animes that's a classic uh kind of like sailor moon that was rebooted many years later now oddly enough uh miss takahashi rumiko takahashi is not involved in this Ooh. at all so this could go one of two ways it could go very well or it could go like space balls the search for more money <laughs> So we'll see how this goes, and it's next month. As I said, Funimation, I believe Crunchyroll also has it. I'm uh-huh. not sure if any of the other streaming services are picking it up yet. Okay. Uh, the nice old battle with streaming services that we seem to bring up every other show, huh? Yeah, I mean, you, you're noticing it in other media as well. I mean, I lost count, but I think at last count in the States, at least major media streaming services, aren't you guys up to like, 20 or so yeah <laughs> and gr just gives me that yeah so he's like crap i just realized it's 20 now yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're getting old uh sonic in the chat room talking about chairs got one for 350 dollars not long ago and worth every penny Wait a minute, $350? With all due respect, Sonic, I'm going to say something that's a little off-cuff, but where did this come from, Brookstone? Okay, I'm going to educate you about good chairs, JR. Okay. The chair I'm sitting in right now normally retails (laughs) $1,000. I managed to find one returned to Amazon for $800, and I grabbed it. Oh, my God. But that's what it takes to buy a chair that doesn't kill your back after an hour. Right. And that is comfortable. And uh, I, I, I might have to use one soon because my chiropractor has been off since this COVID started. So Interesting because mine kept working, you know, on an emergency basis only and has slowly started opening up. Right. So I've been going to him at least once or twice a week. Thank God. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I'm just like, I'm really surprised that your chiropractor has basically gone to ground. Yeah. Which I have to call her again and see uh, 
you know, if she's opened back up. Because I call every so often, I get the same voicemail recording. The office is currently closed due to COVID-19. And call is is, uh, clarifying. That's 800 Canadian, right? Yeah. Right. Well, I, I guess I'm going to have to research uh, into chairs a little more to see what works for me. Uh, maybe, that would, maybe the most expensive ones come with, with your own back massager or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, the better ones will allow for enough adjustability mm-hmm. so that no matter how you sit normally, you will always be properly supported, which is really the key. I see. And you'd probably want something with a higher back, especially. Like, like mine both at home and at work, have a higher back. Right. So I have a decent amount of support. Mm-hmm. He steps away from the mic so he can show me, for example. Okay. I, I was going to say, I did this. I forget we're on the air, JR, and it's like, wait a minute. Nobody can see me doing this. Whoops. We turn it into a chocolate rain video, and then you step away. I turn away from the mic to breathe. <laughs> okay, you lost me there. Chocolate. I, I don't... Okay, the very, very very popular old YouTube video from Tay Zande, Chocolate Rain. You ever, you don't remember it? Nope. Oh wow, it, 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 it's very interesting, catchy lyrics, and uh, he's turned into sort of a celebrity because of it. And one of the things he puts up, um, um, he, he sings Chocolate Rain, and then he he turns away. You see him turn away in the video, and then he has text that appears on the screen. I turn away from the mic to breathe. Okay, the, the, when you say popular video, all I can think of with when it comes to music are those videos that you watch once and they're in your head forever. Or maybe you watch once and they're in your head for enough time. <laughs> well, I'm I'm thinking of that one that involves shark family. Mm-hmm. And now it's going through my brain. Crap. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had uh, we have somebody in the chat room who just underwent carpal tunnel surgery yesterday. Hope you're doing better. My mom had to go through that some time ago. Yeah, that that's one thing I'm, I'm always afraid of because I only really have one good hand. So right. I'm really careful about you know what I do with my good hand because if I would ever have problem requiring that sort of level of surgery, mm-hmm. I'd be in a whole heap of trouble. Right, right. But um, I hope you're doing well. Um, Somebody in the chat room is asking about uh, what we've been seeing in the NFL recently with some coaches, you know, not exactly adhering to the uh, COVID protocols. Find. (laughs) And not just a little bit. Like, I know coaches in the NFL make money, but I'm sorry. If I'm fined 100 grand, that's going to hurt. Oh, yeah. And then the team is fined a quarter of a million on top of that. Yeah. I'm going, ooh, so that's 350000 right off the bat. Yes. Not including the Oakland Raiders coach, who apparently was asked about it, said, I caught COVID already. Sorry, I can't wear a mask. I'll pay the fine, but I can't wear a mask or something like that. Ah, yes, John Gruden. A man who spent a good amount of time on TV talking football has gone back to football again and proven that he should have maybe stayed on TV. Oh, we already have masks because he was on Monday Night Football, wasn't he? Yes, he 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 originally was coaching, then went into the Monday Night Football booth, then uh-huh. went back to coaching, right? Because the owner of the then Oakland Raiders gave him a stupid 
expensive contract. <laughs> Sean a guaranteed Pay- contract for 10 years. Wow. I'm just reading the article now. Sean Payton's the uh, the Saints coach, right? That's right. Apparently, he didn't wear a mask either, and he and Gruden would both find a hundred grand, and the teams find a quarter mil for the Monday night game. Well, if it goes to a good cause, I'm saying get yourself fined. Oh, I hey, go for it. You know? <laughs> if you can afford it, that is exactly. Um, so we're in the last quarter of the show. Thank you so much for uh, listening to us this week. Uh, another reminder that uh, we are uh, not here next week while we install the equipment, and we'll be back uh, the week after that. Um, Neff, in Japan news, we have a very big development since we last spoke with regards to foreign nationals being able to enter Japan. Now, uh, remember we've said that in principle, um, Japan has banned uh foreigners from entering from almost all countries in the world because of covid and Mm. slowly they've been reopening the borders to permanent foreign nationals so anyone who uh, a foreigner who resides in japan and has permanent uh, permanent resident status and then they've opened it up slowly to a few asian countries for long-term residents and for business purposes so now comes word courtesy of nhk and uh, Kyodo, K-Y-O-D-O, that the new government, under the uh, direction of their new prime minister, Yoshihide Suga, who uh, replaced uh, Shinzo Abe for health reasons, um, that they are now looking to reopen the border to all foreign nationals with some exceptions. Mm-hmm. Number one, no tourism. Ah. <laughs> I, I was wondering where you were going with that. I'm going, okay, I didn't think the tourists would get in yet. No, the tourists are not getting in yet, no. There, there are a number of countries where it's like, please come, we need your tourist dollars, please. <laughs> but um, Japan appears to be looking maybe to kickstart its economy as far as business is concerned or business mm-hmm. industries and whatnot and um the school year is also going into full swing over there as well from what i understand so essentially foreign nationals uh, will be permitted to enter japan if they have a reason to stay if i read this correctly for at least 90 days Hmm. That does not include tourism. And you're going to have to go through the same uh, procedures as everybody else up to this point. You get a negative COVID test before you depart. You got to get a negative COVID test uh, done at the airport. And then you quarantine for 14 days. Hmm. Okay. That's the first step. So it it is a step, but still... uh, uh, if you go one of the major um, travel web pages that talks about visiting Japan, borders virtually closed, and I remember you know the period of isolate isolationism was the last time Japan's borders were virtually closed. <laughs> yeah, well, um, as we've seen in some countries, what gains we had, we may be losing, and that includes up here as well 
Uh-oh. Yeah, we're back to... In Ontario, we're back just over 400 cases, new cases a day. Mm. And at one point, we were down to something like 50 total or 75 total a day. Mm-hmm. So, and now that we're going to be all indoors again, as the weather is turning, because we have had fall officially start. Right. And so that means we're going to be slowly turning to winter. Things might be getting a little messy again. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, all I can say is, folks, it's called making sure you keep the space, making sure you wash your hands. Mm-hmm. If you can wear a mask, do it. I even have difficulty wearing a mask. I can tell you, there have been times after I've been in the store, I am sitting in my car for a good three to four minutes trying to breathe again. Oh, so boy. I know it's not easy. Right. But we got to do what we got to do. Mm-hmm. Because I would like to, at some point, think about Anime North 2021 in a positive light. Oh, definitely. Right now, Because right now... The light isn't there. If it's any light at all, it's the 515 from New Jersey. Yep. <laughs> and I'm standing on the tracks. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we all got to be careful as uh, we get into the um, the uh, colder months. Uh, already it appears that some European countries are gone into a second wave. The UK appear- appears to be going into a second wave. The the prime minister just announced another lockdown on the bars. Well, <laughs> given what bars happen to do, yes. serve alcohol, which of course lowers inhibitions, which means you're thinking, ah, physical distancing, physical distancing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the number of uh, daily cases uh, in New York State... We had uh, 665 new cases yesterday, which is still Mm. relatively low, but still got to be on vigilance. Given given the size of your population, that's reasonable. Right. Okay. I mean, if we were up to 600 cases again up here in Ontario, Mm -hmm. they'd be talking lockdown again. Right. That's, you know, there's no way around that, I think. Mm. So what they're doing now is they're talking about, okay, no more pu- no more private gatherings. If there's any gathering to be done, it's to be done in a business, et cetera, where it can be properly monitored, regulated, right. and traced. Because mm-hmm. that's the other problem we're having up here, folks. Mm. Folks aren't giving proper contact information. Mm. Now, in some cases, it's kind of funny. For example... There was a case of COVID that was traced back to an adult establishment. Uh Uh-oh. Imagine what happened when they tried to do contact tracing. (laughs) There were almost no contacts to be found because, of course, they were given, you know, crap information because (laughs) are you going to admit you're going to an adult establishment? (laughs) Some people would. Some people wouldn't. Wow. But uh, anyway, in Japan's case, it is a positive step forward to maybe someday, you know, obviously I don't think they're going to open to tourists again until there's a cure and there is enough, um, what's the word, efficacy of the uh, cure itself. So, 
Which leads me to a very important question. I'm going to ask you what you think today, which is September the 23rd, 2020. Uh huh. What do you think the chances are of the Olympics in Tokyo next year, 2021? Ooh, cautiously optimistic. Um, mm. If they can make enough progress in tracing and developing a vaccine, there's a shot of it happening. But if things don't get moving soon, then uh, I probably don't see it happening at that point. I think uh, I think the next few months are going to be extremely critical. Mm, okay, that's that's roughly where I was too because I'm like, okay, if we can get a, de- a vaccine that works and is safe. Mm-hmm. And if we can get enough people to take the vaccine. Right. That's, the, that's other the other thing. Yeah. yeah, because, of course, people are going, you know, don't stick things in me, into me. And I'm like, well, would you rather COVID get into you? Mm-hmm. Take your choices because you might be okay. Mm-hmm. The person you accidentally talk to and spread your germs on, mm-hmm. including COVID, might, n- might not end up okay. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Right. So uh, that's uh, something I still want to look forward to. And, uh, you know, that would that would put my Sumeiti and Miraitoa dolls to use at, at that point. <laughs> I was going to say, those things are going to become collector's items no matter what at this point. True, true. Uh, maybe I can, you know, sell them for like um, nice money or not so nice money. Who knows? Oh, maybe at this, at this rate you might be able to sell them for a PS Five. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, or a chair. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Um, one more thing before we go, Neff. Um, I was reading some of the latest news updates. Apparently, um, I might be looking at my next wallpaper for the new computer, besides the standard Windows logo. Mm, do tell, JR. You have piqued my interest. Yes. Uh, apparently, Studio Ghibli, which has uh, previously released uh, free backgrounds for people to use on Zoom calls, uh, apparently um, the producer of Studio Ghibli, Toshio Suzuki, the very popular Toshio Suzuki, one of Hayao Miyazaki's right-hand men, basically, um has released 400 free images from Studio Ghibli films to be used, um, as he says, within the scope of common sense. And all I can think of now is taking, you know, a particular Studio Ghibli shot and using it during my work Zoom calls. Ah. I'm looking at the cat bus, if if that's one of the images, and going, okay, I'm putting the cat bus behind me just to see how many people blink, blink, and blink again. (laughs) So so we have the popular ones, including uh, Ponyo, The Secret World of Arietti, um, The Wind Rises, the latest from Up on Puppy Hill, Tales from Earthsea, a nice classic, and uh, Spirited Away. But then also, um, we also have the tale of the Princess Kaguya, or Kaguya Hime, when Marnie was there. I've never heard of when Marnie was there. That was one of those that I think com- came and went, as okay. far as as far as the, the general public. Now, you said Princess Kaguya, which reminds me, 
the latest dub episode of Kaguya-sama Love is War. Uh-oh. This is one of those w- episodes where you're like, they're saying things that you would never expect the voice actors to have to say. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd never seen this episode in Japanese first because I'd been start- I started the dub, so this is completely fresh. Mm-hmm. And at one point, to- some of the characters start talking about the type of underwear that people are wearing. Okay. <laughs> and imagine, if you will, the voice actor for Kaguya in English is trying to ask the male MC who she's crushing on, what type of underwear are you wearing? <laughs> and I'm sorry. I, I literally had to stop the stream at that point because I was howling with laughter. Luckily, it was like 12 in the afternoon when I'm watching this. But I'm going, oh, dear God in heaven. It's like home improvement. Why would you- uh? Why would you ask that question? I don't all the questions you could ask. I mean, okay, maybe there's something to it. I don't know, but wow. And the way she does it, she's so blunt about it. She doesn't even realize what she asks. And of course you see him freaking out, going, What do I say? <laughs> At that point, my response would have been say nothing and pretend you didn't hear it. Yeah. Whatever you do. <laughs> One of those episodes, huh? Yep. <laughs> um, I'm, I was just reading the rest of the news quickly. I do not want to read into the one that says, a man in Aichi Prefecture gets 10 months in prison for saying, I got corona in an electronic store and loses the appeal. <sighs> the equivalent of... Okay, the trick is, if he did that in the United States... Wouldn't get anything. Yeah. Because of freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. But freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom from consequences. That's the real trick. Mm-hmm. It's a question of whether or not there'd be consequences for this dude. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Japan, the- he started shouting out, I got Corona and was promptly arrested. Um, and then he claimed to the police he was intoxicated and said, I said it was drinking Corona beer. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> There's a world of difference between I got coronavirus and I'm drinking Corona. <laughs> Especially because, of course, you know, you have the bottle, you have the lime and da, 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 da. <sighs> yeah. So uh, if you're of age, kids. <laughs> Before we go in the chat room. Uh, oh, Neff was clipping. That, that that happens sometimes with the uh, with the stream, the way it bounces back for some reason out of the software. Another reason why we are retiring this computer, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, when this comp- when that computer was fresh and new, the traffic on the internet was a lot less too. Right, right. So, <sighs> well, uh, before we go in the chat room, I put a link to the Studio Ghibli um, web page where you can download the free. Uh, uh, artworks for yourself to see if they work for whatever purpose you might have. Uh, so enjoy that. With that, uh, let's uh, proceed to the closing commentary for the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, or complaints about anything you hear on the Extreme Unreal podcast, this episode, or previous episodes, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or get connected with us on social media. Go to Linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Anime Radio, and you can get in touch with us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, 
and you can check out the Serio Yoshida fan, fan page as well. And uh, speaking of Sarah Yoshida, there will be a uh, Sarah shout-out going out to uh, Flax J soon for his support of uh, the uh, podcast through uh, uh, listener support on Anchor. So again, uh, we have um, several ways you can help support the podcast. You can do monthly contributions through Anchor using a, a major credit card, um, and you can cancel that at any time, or you can go through PayPal and make a uh, straight one-time donation to us. Um, if you want to do that, go to our link tree, uh, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, and you can uh, hit us up on uh, PayPal with a one-time contribution. would very much appreciate it. Again, the Extreme Anime Radio podcast will be off next week as we install and test the equipment. Um, maybe I'll ask uh, a few of our supporters to help us with that test to make sure everything goes okay. Uh, we'll be back hopefully October 7th, which is two weeks from today, with our next live podcast, working pretty much the same way it is right now, just with the new computer. And then if that works, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go onward and up, upward. On, I, I almost botched that. Onward and upward. <laughs> well, you could have said onward and downward. Which would be like you know the Boeing the Boeing in your the Boeing airplane in your flight simulator there the Airbus yeah thank you very much yeah. <laughs> Excelsior as Stanley would say and uh, with that being said uh, we thank you so much for listening we'll see you in a couple of weeks and of course we'll keep you posted uh, with how things go with the equipment swap on our social media pages uh, particularly Facebook and Instagram until next time remember. Keep on listening for the Extreme on Radio podcast. We'll see you next time. See you in October, everybody. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 